You're listening to 3 Fuel Podcast, a podcast about the most advanced sports nutrition and sports recovery product on the planet. I'm your host, Aaron Olson. For more information, go to 3Fuel.com. I'm here today with Kirsten Beverly. Kirsten is a CrossFit athlete, a marathon runner, and coach at KBEnduranceTraining.com. Kirsten also teaches in the exercise and physiology department at Kent State University. She lives by the mantra, live every day stronger. Kirsten, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. So, Kirsten, give me a little bit of your background in sport. How did you get interested in sports in the first place? Um, I've always been a runner. I mean, as long as I can remember, I've always ran any place. So... I started out in track and cross country when I was in high school and played basketball a little bit here or there, mostly because I'm just tall and people assume that if you're tall, you're going to play basketball. Um, and then played summer, summer softball and just kept an active lifestyle my entire life. So it's just something that was instilled in me and I enjoy doing. I like being active. So anytime I can get outside or, or be active, I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. So how active are are you at the moment? Are you train I've I read on your website that you train twice a day. Are you still doing that? Yes, I still train quite a bit. Uh twice a day I was working with um Brian McKenzie, so I was working with Athlete Cell and uh PJ Newton, who is one of the coaches, one of the head coaches there and one of the head coaches for CrossFit Endurance as well, uh has been doing my, my training program. I've been working on that for over a year and a half to try and compete in CrossFit. And between that and my own coaching and my coaching business with KB Endurance and teaching, I'm I'm working out quite a bit. <laughs> so I try I gotta make sure I get a rest day and, and lately it's been more yoga to try and kinda help me take take my body to that next level. So actually slowing down is helping me out probably more than anything right now. Okay, so you mentioned there that you got involved with CrossFit Endurance, um, mm-hmm. and, and you're a marathon runner, so I'm interested in hearing about how that changed your running, if at all. What, is that, what has CrossFit Endurance done for you? CrossFit Endurance, my body had a tendency over the years running to break down quite a bit, and it's because it's always been instilled in me as a runner. If you want to get faster as a runner, just run more. And when I stumbled across the CrossFit Endurance site, it was, it was actually because I was just looking up new training programs to try and improve my times for running. And when I came across the CrossFit Endurance program, I noticed that it wasn't all about pounding hundreds of miles a week. It was more about the quality of the run versus the quantity of a run. So I started following the website and started doing the workouts on my own at the lo- my local gyms that I, I was at and started to see an improvement in my running quite a bit. So I went for my CrossFit endurance certification because I wanted to understand more about the pose running method. And I wanted to be able to take my, my running to that next level. So seeing the information was great and it was helpful, but I wanted to have a greater understanding so I could really apply it, not only for myself, but for my athletes. So going to the seminar and learning pose running and focusing on the way that I ran took my running to to a new level. So I definitely got a lot faster and with less effort. So it was nice to be able to decrease my mileage, get faster, and not have the constant breakdown that was always occurring with the high mileage um, traditional marathon training that I had 
grown accustomed to. So CrossFit Endurance is, is a great program. I believe in what Brian does, and I think it's, it's so solid for athletes to incorporate because it brings that strength piece into it. But again, it, it really focuses on the quality of the runs versus the quantity. Mm-hmm. And what do you think was more important for you, uh, focusing on that quality or changing? did you change your running form to, to more of a pose method style? What was the most important thing for you? I, I think that it's a combination of the two. I think that with a brand new runner, learning pose running, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, you know, I'm 30 years old and I've spent the majority of my, my life running inefficiently, we'll say. I won't say improperly, but inefficiently. And so learning that isn't going to happen overnight. So by changing the type of runs you have, you're going to see the most immediate results in changing your runs into quality runs. And then adding that pose running method is just going to enhance your ability as an athlete. Okay. And you mentioned that you got quite a bit faster um, as you started incorporating CrossFit endurance training into your program. What kind of times are you running for the marathon? So before doing pose running, I was I was hovering around the like the three fifty four hour mark, and then um, afterwards is closer to like three thirty three forty mark. So a significant difference when you look at twenty six point two miles being able to to cut that kind of time. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, one of the things with CrossFit endurance is it emphasizes high intensity and quality runs. Do you still end up doing any of those long runs, or are those sort of a thing in the past? No, that's probably the one thing that's just a little bit different for me. I think that, I, for me, I will still have some longer runs. I won't go as long as the traditional um, method teaches. So by traditional method, I'm talking about like Hal Higdon, who's a try-and-true marathon program. So he would have you run up to 20 miles in a long run prior to a marathon Mine, I stay around 14, 15 miles. So I just know my body breaks down more at that higher mileage, but I still need a little bit more mileage than CrossFit Endurance um, generally trains. So that's just for me. And for you, are those long runs run at a high intensity, or is that just time on your feet? Um, It's a combination. Sometimes I'll do a higher intensity. Other times it's just about time on my feet. It depends on where I'm at in, in my training. I'm a huge believer that, you know, you need to be able to push your pace a little bit while you're training. If you're not, then how do you expect to do it on training day? So I'm not a big advocate of the long, slow runs where you're out there for hours and you're not really getting the heart rate up and you're not prepping your body for race day. So I'll have those sprinkled in there, but I still try to keep those high-intensity runs in there as well. Okay, so it sounds like you've had great re- results with yourself. What about people you've trained? Have you had similar experiences with them? Yeah, you know, I've had many athletes who come in, and generally the, the runners that I get are people who want to check it off on their bucket list. And so last season, for example, we had 40 runners who came in, and most of them hovered around the 9- or 10-minute mile pace at the beginning of the summer. And by the end of the summer, most of them were hitting – you know, eight and a half to nine and a half. So someone who's 11 minute going to a nine and a half, that's a huge difference for them. So they're making a lot of um, improvements. And probably the best thing is these are athletes who have, who have been runners in the past and are used to long traditional um, marathon training and had injuries. And all of them came across the finish line without any injuries. So that's the 
probably the biggest win for them is coming out and being able to get back into another race without that body breakdown. Wow, that's fantastic. So we take someone who's, you know, follow the traditional method, they switch over to CrossFit. Is that something that they can do right away or is there some kind of transition? No, I don't think, I, I mean, if you're coming from a, a the Hal Hagen programming, which if you're a beginner, it's just starting with like two miles and then it continues each week to build on itself. You're getting more and more miles in your long run. Um, to switch to CrossFit endurance type programming, it really, it doesn't require a lot of transition because again, it's focusing on that quality. So you're looking at people who already have a low mileage base anyway. So it's actually a little bit easier to transition them versus someone who's always doing the, the longer distance and, and, you know, doesn't, doesn't want to transition into that. That might be a little bit harder. That might be the athlete that it's harder to, not because they physically can't, but because mentally they just feel like they're going to fall apart. So it takes, it takes a little bit of convincing for people sometimes because if you, you know, some of the runners I deal with are in their 40s or 50s, and if they've been runners their entire life, for me to tell them for, let's, let's say they've been running since their 20s, they were running 20 years doing long, slow distance, telling them, hey, I got, we have a better way of doing it and we're going to cut your mileage in half and change your run can seem overwhelming. So you have to kind of guide them through mentally more than physically because the body will definitely adapt. Okay. And do you follow, are you like, uh, are you using CrossFit um, to go to train for the CrossFit games as well? Or is it mainly just you doing CrossFit to sort of enhance your running? Um, you know, my biggest thing is, uh, as my business as, you know, in KB Endurance is about creating an athlete of life. And for me, that's, that's really what I want to do. I want to train to be able to participate in all different types of events. I love distance running. Um, it's, it's in my blood. It's in my DNA. I always joke with people about it. Uh, but I love obstacle racing. I love triathlons. I love, I love CrossFit. Uh, I just want to be able to do as many sports as possible. So certainly I, I love CrossFit. I love the idea of competing and taking it to the next level because I am a competitive person, but I'm also just enjoying the experience. I think that's, that's an important piece for anybody, regardless of the sports you're trying to train in, is really being able to enjoy the journey and the process that is involved in it. If we're always focusing on, you know, if it's CrossFit, getting to the CrossFit Games or finishing that marathon, you miss all the amazing pieces and experiences you get along the way, which helps to shape you as an athlete. So hopefully we'll see, we'll see where, where it goes with CrossFit, but, um, you know, my sights are really set on just being a well-rounded person and an athlete in life in anything that I can, uh, take on. <laughs> mm -hmm. And part of being a well-rounded athlete, I guess, is diet. How much do you think diet plays a role into training your athletes and training yourself? Nutrition is, so I changed the word from diet because I don't like that word. <laughs> okay. Um, nutrition. <laughs> um, nutrition is such an important element of just life, wellness, life, fitness. And when you talk about athletes specifically, it is fundamental to their process. Um, if you, if you go out there and I can give you a workout and you can hammer it and you can crush it, 
but you could go home and you could make horrible nutritional choices and it undoes everything that we just trained for. Um, it also doesn't allow you to optimize what your body's potential is. Um, so nutrition is such a huge factor in everyday life, but for athletes, it just takes it to that next level. If you really want to see what you're capable of, why wouldn't you put in just as much effort into your nutrition as you do your, your workouts and your training? That's what I always ask my athletes. Okay. So can you give our listeners an example of the kind of nutrition that you're including in your diet? What have you had today to eat so far? So my nutrition, I, you know, I try to eat as unprocessed food as possible. So really big with like lean protein, nuts, seeds. Um, it's close to paleo. It's not 100% paleo. Um, you know, I'll have some dairy in there every once in a while, and that's obviously not paleo. I just believe in listening to your body and, and kind of testing it out. So for me, like in the morning, you know, I'll have three eggs, two egg whites. I might throw some peppers in there, some spinach, um, you know, pepper, and then I might put that depending on what my training is, I might put that into a quesadilla, like a spinach quesadilla that I have um, that's gluten-free because I have uh, gluten sensitivity. <laughs> um, but it will add some carbohydrates to it for me and then have some, some sweet potato. I laugh because there's a new product out there, and I'm, I'm not going to say the product because I'm not knocking the product, but it is a squeezable pouch product that has protein in it and fruit and it can be sort of pricey, so I've gone to the Gerber graduate section. <laughs> so I incorporate baby food into my nutrition. I always joke with people, I'm like, I'm going to be the first runner or first athlete that's sponsored by Gerber. <laughs> ah. um, because it's, it's such an accessible food source, and the ingredients couldn't come more simply. Like, I have one that's literally it's apple, sweet potato, and cinnamon. Those are the only ingredients to it. So... I know exactly what it is, so I know what I'm putting into my body. So I incorporate those kinds of things, lots of leafy vegetables, uh, fibrous uh, cauliflower, broccoli. Um, I try to limit my fruit just because my body, I know, doesn't respond real well to, to any type of sugar outside of my workout window. So usually, if I'm going to have some sort of sugar, whether it's a apple or... God forbid, you know, an athlete say a cookie. If it's something like that, it's definitely going to be within my, my workout window um, more than anything. And then outside of that two to three hour workout window, everything to eat is at least year um, and staying to those lean proteins, nuts and seeds kind of thing to optimize my performance. I just know that works best for my body. So. Okay, that's great. Now, do you have any tips for listeners on how they can go about preparing healthy meals, you know, in a quick way? It sounds like you're pretty busy. How are you getting your meals together so that, uh, you know, it works with your overall lifestyle? I think the easiest thing, it always comes down to a little bit of preparation. Um, you know, weekends are generally a little bit slower for people. So if you take Sunday to prep some of your chicken and cut up your vegetables and fruits and you just have them in some Tupperware. It makes it easy, easily accessible. Um, but I know that that always is not a reality for people. So that's part of the reason I, I use the, like the baby food pouches because that's a quick thing for me to grab. So I can grab that and I can grab some, like I use the Applegate Farms nitrate-free deli meat. So I can grab that quickly and I can wrap that in like some romaine lettuce and I can, 
you know, grab some, I use like balsamic vinegar and I'll put it on there. That's a quick wrap for me. So I grab that quickly. It's something that's easy to put in the bag and go. Um, and then the other thing that I always use is, I mean, my three fuel. So three fuel is a good, is a good way. If I'm busy in the morning, I know that I need, I need the nutrients in me. Three fuel is a, is a perfect thing for me to grab quickly. Um, I've become sort of fond if I need a little kick is using the chocolate three fuel and then one small cup of coffee and a little bit of coconut water and mixing that up. And it's amazing. So a little, little shot of energy and protein early in the morning. It was a good thing to grab and go as well. Yeah, that sounds really good. I'm going to have to try that. Now, how about sleep? How, how important is that in your training? Sleep, sleep is crucial. I laugh because I'm 30 years old and I'm, and I'm the person who's like, oh, it's 830. Whew, get close to bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I want to make sure that I'm definitely getting, for me, I know I need at least seven hours of sleep. My body just doesn't function without it. And my performance suffers when I don't have it. Um, part of the reason it suffers is if I'm not getting enough sleep, then my nutrition feels off. I tend to feel a little queasy in the morning or I can't get enough fluids in me to like rehydrate myself. And it kind of domino effects. So it really causes me to lag throughout the day. So sleep is vitally important for anyone. Okay. And you mentioned as far as supplements go that you use three fuels sort of on, uh, as a convenient nutrition source. Are there any other supplements that you use? Um, so three fuel I use as, you know, as a good go-to, I also use it as like my pre-workout or I'm running. The only thing when I'm running on longer runs that I can take during the run that doesn't upset my stomach as well. So I use that as a, as a workout source as well as a grab and go outside of that. I, Definitely, I have, I use fish oil, so I use a liquid fish oil. I use the Stronger, Faster, Healthier fish oil. I like the quality of their product, and it's, it's liquid, so it, it's a, a lot easier for me to just take a little teaspoon of, of that versus a million capsules if you look at the comparison as far as that goes. So I will take that as a supplement, and then I use the Blonix, um, the HMB plus creatine, uh, as well. So I'll use that in my, like in my, I'll cycle through that three weeks on, one week off to kind of help optimize um, recovery and strength. So. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just to go back to training for a second, you know, you're mixing in uh, power and speed with endurance training. So for our listeners who might be runners or marathoners, how, how is it difficult to sort of um, schedule out those different sessions with your power and speed. Say, say you have a, one of those 15-mile long runs coming up. Um, do you have to be careful not to go too hard the day before, or how do you work that in? Yeah, so definitely, you know, my long runs are always on Saturday, so Friday is never a crazy heavy day because it will. It will break down my system, and then I'm not going to get a good performance on my run. So I look for more muscular endurance type of thing. So a little lower weight, higher reps to kind of amp up my body to be prepped for the next day. So it, whether it's back squats or even if I'm doing cleans, things like that, I'm going to stay in that like 60 to 70% my one rep max range versus getting up in there into like 85 or 90% because that's just going to be too much weight on the body the day before. Okay. 
And Kirsten, you've got a lot of things going on. You're, you're coaching, um, you know, you're training uh, sometimes twice a day. What is it that keeps you motivated to kind of keep going and keep pushing your body? Um, you know, what? I, I think it comes down to just an appreciation for the opportunity I have and the life that I have. Um, I'm a cancer survivor, so I, am, I feel very fortunate with each day that I'm given. So I want to make the most of it, and I know what it feels like. You know, I've, I've worked with cancer patients since I was in college, and I see people who every day who can't get out of bed and would give anything to be able to just walk. So for me to have the opportunity to train twice a day or to teach and coach um, and be out there, I just feel very grateful. So I just want to continue to, to do that and to honor my body by letting it be as active as possible and um, keep it as healthy as possible. Gotcha. Well, Kirsten, it's been very fun talking with you today. Is there anything else that you'd like to let the listeners know about you or where they can find out more online? Um, they can always find me on uh, kbendurancetraining.com. That's my website. Or they can follow me on on Twitter or Instagram. Both of those are just KL Beverly. And actually, my that's my Instagram my Twitter is kbeverly84, but it's easy to find me. If you find Kirsten Beverly, you can you can find me very quickly. Um, always happy to meet new people who like to run and be active and just chat with them. So if anybody's out there and wants to talk fitness, I'm always available. So Fantastic. Well, Kirsten, it's been great talking with you. Thanks so much for, for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to 3 Field Podcast. For more information, go to 3field.com. To save 10% on your order, use the promo code 3FOLSON.